Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. This is Mondra's podcast. Podcast. Podcast, podcast. Uh, my name's George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, George. And I know you're a bit under the weather, but I'm really glad you made the effort. To, I made the effort. Uh, well, we've all made the effort this week. We can't fault anyone. Well, have we all made the effort? We've all, well, Reese has made some sort of effort. Oh, yeah, at true. Least. True. Uh, and John's here. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. That's really good. Um, Reese isn't here. <laughs> He he got some DIY issues by the look of it. Yeah, he's doing up Santa Maladice's flat. Apparently, there was a hole in his flat that Sam. Why is it Sam Allardyce's flat? Sam Allardyce fell through the rafters while romping with Mrs. Allardyce, and uh, and apparently Reese is uh, plastering the ceiling. Is that not true? I don't think so. No. Oh. I think Reese is just fixing his mum and dad's ceiling oh, right, with his sorry. dad. His mum and dad is Sam Allardyce. Oh, that's controversial. Yeah. That means that you're his dad. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, what kind of nonsense? <laughs> he he uh, has made an effort as such by um, making a voice recording that will play out in a sec. It's quite amusing because Reese is actually bothered to do something yeah. and, and try and Guilty. make sense. He doesn't want to be sacked again. Yeah, he doesn't want another inquisition into his future. Um, so we come off the back of a nil-nil draw at home. Uh, Sean and I went, and John didn't. What was John's excuse? Uh, he had a bad back, but I think he was hungover. He did. I hear he had a fireworks party the night before, which went on quite late, and had quite a few ales to drink. Would that be true? It wasn't the ales. It was the... Uh, what's that stuff uh, we were it drinking? It was the hip-hop dancing you were doing, grappa. spinning around on uh, the floor? It was the grappa. That knocked me over the edge, but it wasn't even that, to be fair. My, my back was playing up. Right, anyway. But I took Finley, my son. Yeah, so I gave you the opportunity. Uh, and, yeah, he, do you know what? He, he, he got into the football. Even though it was goalless, he actually spent more time watching the football 
than he has on previous. He still spent around about 15 minutes playing on Minecraft <laughs> on, on in the, the second iPad. half. But he actually spent, he only did that 15 minutes and started watching again. He watched the whole first half. So we're getting there with Finley, slowly. It was surely. a bit of a boring game for him. It was. Yeah, I felt sorry for the, what you call that? The, yeah. so the Dallas Cowboys were there as well, weren't it? Were they? Guest of yeah, the club. Yeah. They were there. You know. Aston Villa nil. <laughs> come, come and watch West the Ham. EPL. We're <laughs> um, going to watch. It was nil-nil, but we, well, how do we feel about the performance? Because I think we're all a bit divided here. I, th- I thought we deserved to win, but John, you don't really. And, and what don't, I mean, what I was watching. your expectations before I thought the game? I thought we'd win. I thought we'd win quite comfortably as well, given the form of the two teams. And a lot of people did. I think one of you said 4-0. Probably me. I'm quite optimistic. <laughs> Uh, by the by, by the form, you know, we we're expecting to win, of course. But you know, we are West Ham, and we're we're riding a wave that we've never, well, we haven't ridden for a good few years. So you know, we you don't know the genuinely expect to win all the time. We know when we expect too much. What Aston Villa probably did was look at our tactics because we've played enough now to nullify our attack. No, there was. You know, if we, when we get into it, you know, there's what I think there was ways and things that could have been done differently. I mean, the first, I mean, I watched it, and the first half performance was was decent, and they come, we got at them, and you know, we just lacked that killer pass and that finish. But you know, in the second we, half, it was just just it just didn't got, seem to be much there. Do you think the goal was coming? I must admit, yeah. throughout the whole game, we thought, oh, it's only a matter of time. This goal will come. Uh, you know, at no point did I think, oh. You know, we're just not trying. We're going for the draw. Oh. We, we we tried and we tried and we to tried. To be fair, so Villa defended very, very well. And yeah, it was so agree. frustrating the amount it of times they blocked crosses, shots, passes. Yeah, they, they, oh, they, they God. The bus pretty much. Just give us a chance. Yeah. Gusman <laughs> kept them in it. Who did? Gusman. Gusman. It was, isn't that not his name? Who's Gusman? Gusman. Oh, Guzan. Guzan. Uh, the <laughs> Villa Guzan. goalkeeper. <laughs> or, or you can call him Gusman if you want. It's quite amusing. Goose. I bet you go down a right storm on that EPL yeah, I podcast. Do. I was hosting that last night, but that's another story. Um, I even got the names of the people. Yeah, he, he made he made a couple of really good saves, um, especially late on in the late second on. half when Andy Carroll had two good chances in, in the three minutes that he was on the pitch. Yeah. Um, everyone agrees that he should have been brought on earlier. Yeah, I'm going to ask that on questions later, and I'm going to tell you what... Uh, <laughs> an inside source said about that, but I'm going to keep that to later. Well, I uh, just like, there's, there's things, yeah, so if your questions relate to the game, then when do we do the questions? Because my opinion was is that he, when he shouldn't have brought Nolan on, when you've got someone like Amalfitano who's been playing regularly and doing a, a decent, you know, giving decent form he's got. You've got what, Zerati. What's happened to Zerati? I can tell you when on that. Shall I ask the questions now, then? Um... Are they related to this game? Yep, Just a quick stat attack then. Yeah, go on. Um, 58% possession, Villa 42. 21 shots, 5 on target for us. They had 12 shots, 4 on target. Uh, long balls, 53 for us. So we are the long ball merchants once again. Um, Villa only had 47. And most long balls, James Collins for us with again. 12. Long ball merchants. Ashley Westwood, 9 for them. Um, best performance. Where, where are these from? I've, I've put some new stats in from Opta because I just thought they were quite interesting. Okay, James Tol- James Collins gets an eight point five rating. Surprised me. Um, he also made the European team of the week yeah. alongside Muller and Cruz, and which yeah. is quite interesting. And then Gusman was in goal of that team as well. <laughs> um, 
and then should we play Reese's voice clip? Yeah, now, we'll just do and then worst, do questions. But, uh, just to say worst performance. Uh, worst performance: Philip Sendros and Cheku Kuyate. So Kuyate didn't have a very. But he, you know, he's coming back from injury, isn't he? So uh, you know, he maybe second game back. He, he should be a lot better. Yeah, but maybe you he know, had he, a bad game. This is probably he, his first bad game he's yeah, had. Yeah, it was. But you know, if anyone's going to be taken off, you know. Anyway, yeah. um, let's, let's do Reese's. Let's do Reese's part. Let's hear what Reese Jones has to say. Hi guys, uh, sorry I can't be there with you, but I'm making an effort that I probably wouldn't have done in the past. So hopefully I'm still backed, not sacked, and especially not cracked. Uh, come the next show. So, I've been watching the game, I've watched extended highlights, I've been doing my homework, I've got some notes and some stats. Obviously the stats you probably already said, but um, I'm doing the best I can. So, nil-nil, uh, a uh, disappointing nil-nil, which just goes to show uh, how far the club have come which uh, in the past it might have been one point gained, rather, uh, rather should I say, than uh, three points dropped or two points dropped. Uh, the uh, Forwards, from what I gathered, from what I saw of the highlights and that, that isolated, I thought Sacco didn't have the support maybe he's had in previous games, but that might have been just from the parts of the game I have saw. Uh, chances that, the, that they did have, especially in the first half, uh, should have been uh, taken, which they have been uh, doing in the past matches before, especially the last match against Burnley. Very hard chances and very good finishes. The downer one, especially in the first half, should have been a uh, should have been a one nil up goal. Uh, but to be fair, on the flip side, Aston Villa did block everything, so uh, it just seemed like it was going to be one of those days. Second half, Fort played. Uh, the same, Port played really well, high intensity, Aston Villa did have their chances, not much really to note of, but uh, as for West Ham's chances, uh, I thought Jenkinson right at the end, header was poor, and the other thing that maybe you haven't mentioned or want to talk about is Carlton Cole going down the box as they gave the free kick the other way, I think if he dives, I think that's surely, surely with the home crowd shouting, could have been a uh, penalty. Uh, right at the end, Andy Carroll coming on, giving a boost. Uh, I thought his header with his head and ability should be doing a lot, lot better. But um, still quite a hard shot to do, quite a hard sh- uh, header and credit to Guzan. Uh, the thing that would disappoint me would be the amount of corners. It's got down 13 corners. Now, headed goals with the players they got. I know Carroll's only come on for the last bit, so he doesn't count, but the, the likes of Collins, uh, with the likes of Sacco, Valencia, all those people in the air, uh, really, really should be doing better. I don't know if that's down to poor delivery, but to be fair, Downing at the moment has been delivering quite well. Uh, last thing to say would probably be about possession, keeping the ball against the Villa side that has... Not much going for them as they have. They do tend to keep the ball. So 58 to 42% is what I've got here. Uh, just goes to show how well they're actually keeping the ball. And it's not just long ball merchants, as uh, Mr. Whetstone would say. But it's just one of those days that uh, you could have probably tried for another 90 minutes and still wouldn't have scored. But like I said, it's good to show that uh, disappointing that it's one po- uh, two-point drop, should I say rather than one point gained. It just goes to show how far the club have come. And uh, I just think uh, 
come the international break after that. I think the players should be fresh regarding the injuries. You should be fine and should be able to pick more points up. So I will hand you guys, thank you for listening, and hand uh, back to the studio, if that made sense at all. Okay, bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, Reese. Bye bye. Uh, thank you, Reese, for making the effort. We know that you wouldn't ever usually do that. Yeah. We must. Yeah. Oh, back in more We've turned campaign. the corner, haven't we, with Reese? Well, yeah, it feels that way. Yeah. Just from tonight's input, really. Yeah. He couldn't good. make it, and he actually made the effort to download an app to record yeah. himself. Yeah. Send it over via email. I didn't even know he knew you had to use email. Yeah. That's more effort than he's ever shown in his footballing career, to be honest. Um, John's left the room, so should we wait till he's back? Yeah, let's do that. I'm back. Hey, hey. John's back. He's back in the room. 44 minutes we had to wait for him to come back. It's <laughs> the longest pause in history. You have to edit that 44 minutes out, though. Don't worry, I have. Good. I already have. Um, shall we move on to questions, then? Yeah. So these are questions relating to, to West Ham generally, or just this weekend's game? This weekend's game. Okay, here we go. Time for questions. Question. <laughs> that, that would actually play, but you just can't hear it in the studio. Oh. Um, question did number one. Villa, yeah, number one is, did Villa sit up for a draw and park the bus? Um, I don't know about that. I, I expect that they, they decided sort of on the 55, 60-minute mark when it was nil-nil that they would take a draw, I think. Yeah, they, they, they started to waste time and stuff, yeah. didn't they? They were... Do you not think they set up for one after losing six games on a trot? Not, I think mean, they would have come out with a defensive and trying to catch us on the counter. But that's how most teams come to the away games unless they're the top teams, yeah. aren't they? So, you know, they, did, they did have a couple of good chances. I thought they set up for a draw, but I could be wrong. Okay. Question, Question number two. two. <laughs> Question. West Ham had 13 corners. What happened to our famous set pieces and goals from corners? Because we've scored the most goals from corners this season. Didn't realise we were famous for it. Yeah. West Ham, that famous set piece side. Scored more goals from corners than um, anyone else. In our the delivery was frustrating. Delivery wasn't very good. But, you know. Our Downing's delivery was good. Maybe Nolan wasn't. Noble. Noble. Noble, Noble floats Noble. the Noble. ball in. To, but. I don't know. It could, could be down to Villar, to be honest. Ah. He was exceptional, I thought. Again, they defended very well. Yeah, so, you know, and, and, and our, our aerial attack in capabilities weren't really there until the last three minutes when he put yeah. Carroll on. Okay. Next. Uh, question. Did Alex Song deserve his man of the match? No. No. Really? I thought he had a good game, maybe not as good as the Man City game. He did have a good game. I thought he he was, you know, if some of the stats was um, he attempted the most passes with 69. Uh, Ashley (laughs) Westwood was the second on on 48. But I thought he was involved in everything. I'm surprised you said no, George. Um, He had a good game. Who would would you give the man of the match to? James Collins. Right, Okay. Sean? Uh, I would... I would concur. I, don't, I just think Very he's right. always going to get man of the match when we win because uh, I just, or don't lose. When, when you watch us play, when you watch us play, he isn't particularly the dominant figure playing, but he always gets man of the match. But I always take that yeah, down. I, as I, I, I agree with that, but on this one, I agreed with it. But that's good. Us disagree. We don't want to all agree on this podcast. Next. 
Question. Does Collins long balls let him down? You know what? He had a really good game, but he still he doesn't seem to know how to pass it out from the back. He just launches it. Um we're not that kind of club anymore, are we? Um and he just seems to launch it as as you know, the long ball stats show. Our, our plan B was long ball. Lump, lump it up top. No, I don't I don't object to the uh, the long ball if it's delivered properly and it's a pass as such instead of just but a hit not, and hope. Not with Collins, he just launches that. He's an old fashioned centre back and he just launches it. Well, it's alright as it gets mixed up a bit. You know, that's what, that's what you get with Collins. So, you know, you, you know what you get, what I you suppose get. so. So that's what you have to accept. When you've he got made one mistake as well. I'm trying to remember, but he either gave away a corner, but he, he got in a bit of trouble. Do you remember, George? And he made a mistake and he went to pass it back to Adrian and in the end he, he sort of conceded for the corner. It was a bit of a muck-up. But that's the only thing I'll say about Collins. He did have a good game, but occasionally his laps can score, you know, Cost us a goal. Well, we all know he has a, a mistake in him and it can cost us, but you know, generally he's a decent defender and you, okay. you are quite confident with him there. Next. <laughs> Question. Should Coyote be replaced by Nolan <laughs> on 65 minutes? Coyote. I don't have the, I don't have any sort of question about the fact that he got replaced because he, he did look like he was having a, not a particularly Influential game, but with not necessarily Nolan. I would have brought a Malfitano on. Agreed. Or, yeah. or I think the game was crying out for someone like Zarati. Well, we're going to someone, ask, someone ask about Zarati got... in a minute. All right, okay. But I, I will say that the only thing about Nolan, as I said on the stat attack, is he'd been responsible in the last five years. The two games we won against Aston Villa, Kevin Nolan scored all three goals. He'd scored two goals in 2014 when we won 2 0, and he'd scored one goal in 2012 or 1 0. So there was a bit of the record against Villa in Nolan, but no Perhaps. chicken dogs. Well, but I don't think you can release stats like that. Yeah, and it just, you know, the last two couple of games where it was, you're starting to see more of Carton Cole and Nolan, you know, the results are slowly but yeah. well, surely that changing. That brings us you know? on to the next question. Question Why did Allardyce replace Valencia with Carlton Cole? I don't know <laughs> Clearly because he doesn't think Andy Carroll was ready to play that amount of time yet What time did he bring him on? It was about 20 minutes to go, wasn't it? Yeah I think it surprised us all Now, um, It didn't surprise me, Sean I think you'll find me It didn't surprise Remember you, no. me saying he'll bring Cole on He won't bring Carroll on so, a small plug, there's going to be a, a story on Claret and Hugh later that talks about a source to the club saying the physios had told Allardyce that Andy Carroll had 30 minutes in him. So, a bit surprising that um, he came on so so late. But, um, yeah, again, Carlton Cole was a strange choice. I don't know. Why did, why did they keep taking Valencia off? Could he not last the 90 minutes? Well, he seems to be fit. I mean, I didn't see... Did you see anything, Valencia, that deserved him not to be pulled off? I mean, <laughs> he... Uh, I guess it's him or Sacco, really, isn't it? Yeah, you're not going to pull Sacco off, are you? Sacco, well, Sacco probably works a bit harder. Yeah. He, had, he had a couple of chances, didn't he, Sacco? It wasn't to be. 18-8 was not to be, was it? 
Sadly not. You love that stat, Sean. What are you going to do now? Next. Question. So, um, John touched on this earlier. Who are misses? Serati. Unused substitute. I mean, I have found the reason out for this, but only on the way here after I wrote the question. But You found the reason. I have found the reason, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Has Sam got a problem with Serati? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, just, I mean, the, the, it just, as a kind of game, I thought this would have suited Serati. Serati, for what I saw of him earlier on in the season, has got something about him. He, he looks like someone who could offer something different up front and could unlock defences, say... When it was a tight game like it was and they were parked up, I would have given him a shot. But, you know, we all know that, you know, if, if Allardyce gets an option of Nolan or Zarate, he's going to pick his Nolan, so isn't he? The, up, the update I heard on the way to the studio was a source close to the club said that Zarate is still carrying a niggling injury and not fully fit. Is that true then, is it? Well, we've heard it all before with uh, Ravel Morrison, haven't we? I don't know whether to believe it or not, but I'm just telling you. I what can't so believe that he's club. fallen out with Sam Allardyce in three months. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, so it I, might be true. Yeah, let's, might let's, be hope, let's hope that's right, and let's hope we've got that all wrong. And it'd be good if they put that out <laughs> there because just read the next question. People yeah. are people are uh, people are questioning mm. things like that, and it would help if they put it out there. Okay, my last question. <laughs> question. Did Andy Carroll come too late? <laughs> and we already covered this. Yeah, we covered that yeah, already. Thank you. Yes, John, you've got a question. Hang on. Question. My question, Sean, to you, Sean, being your connections to the club, please tell me that the club have someone lined up for January to play in the central defence and are going to bench Winston Reid for the rest of the season. Uh, I, I don't think we're going to bench him for the rest of the season, no, but we have got someone lined up for the summer, not for the winter. Well, We've got FFP to worry about. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't look like we're going to do a deal at the moment. In fact, someone said to me on, on the way to the studio, "Is doesn't this remind you of Upson, where uh, you know they went for the money and ended up at Stoke? Is that where, where, where is Upson now? I don't know, last time he was playing for Brighton. It was Brighton, Brighton. Last, I don't Brighton. know who he's... And it does have a sort of smell of ups and about it. And there's so there's so many cases of players like him who have left our club and must mm. look back at it and realise that the pinnacle of their career was being at West Ham. But and they go even even Julian Dix went to Liverpool and ended up coming back, didn't he? Because he didn't make it. I understand that there is stalemate and confidence is not high in the club that he will sign. They've lined up this uh, German under. 21 player and I still can't remember his name Can you, George I would just like to think that uh, I mean someone it's every player's right to do what he's doing but I just think all, all around it just smacks of, sort of leaves a bad taste where it, it he does. walks away for nothing you know we've had a punt on him from New Zealand yeah giving him a platform to develop. And I know he's done the work and he's become a better player himself, but it's all to due to the, the whole process. And it wouldn't hurt for the man to add another year to his contract and, and then when someone comes in, give us a fee for him. Yeah. They should try and sell well, him we in need January. More than a year. But no one's come in from you. Interesting today, the news today sort of surprised me because he's pulled out of the All Whites tour in, all right. in China. And, you know, he, he was made captain... And apparently, 
according to him, these are his own words, he's been carrying injury for the last two games. Are you aware of this? No, I wasn't no. aware. And if he was, um, you would have thought that he would play Tompkins instead of... Exactly. Paul. So, yeah, he's been carrying an injury, and a decision was made after the Villa game not for him to travel to join New Zealand but see, I, in the international break. When you look at what's going on in the Premier League, you can genuinely see the likes of Arsenal and Liverpool coming in and nicking him for free. And Man United. They're, they're both struggling defensively. Yeah, and Man United. But he but won't play first-team no, football. Yeah, but he, he will bench. go in there. What, make Man up United? At Man United, they will spend more money. Yeah, it, it will he, go will in not, there. he will not be a first-team player okay. at Man United. Arsenal could be. It'll be, no, sh- be a quick fix. It'll be a quick fix yeah, for a while, and then fix. he'll get benched. And then yeah, he will not absolutely. He will not get a regular game. If he stayed with he's us... He's not good enough. We think he's good, but we have, I think we're quite biased. With- Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Got Rose, he's not an outstanding Premier League football. Well, he's certainly not. not in the top four or top He's six. not outstanding at all. He's no, he's no Rio Ferdinand, is he? No. So, you know, he, he is he's solid and good enough where we are at this right time. And, and he's settled and, and it, it gives us stability to the club. And it frustrates the hell out of me that the people like that can just walk away. And yeah. we don't, and well, we don't even get you know, two or three mil back that we pay for I'm, him in the uh, first I'm losing confidence that he will sign a contract. I never thought he would do. Well, I tell you, why would, if he was going to, he would yeah. have done it in the summer, You're wouldn't right. he? Let's face it. Can I just say something? Yeah. yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You don't care? No. Well, you're quite happy for him to bug yeah. off for, for free. Yeah. Really and it piss you off that players like that just come and go and we don't get nothing it's for football, him. It's football, Dad. It's football. Hmm. Um... Yeah, he's got, he wants to be proud to wear the shirt. But well, when, uh, the, when the club's in such financial turmoil all the time, it'd be nice to get some fees in. We're not going to be in turmoil. We've got European football coming. We're moving yeah. to a bigger stadium. <laughs> Champions League. Remember, Champions whatever League. happens for the next almost two weeks, we are going to be know, in Champions League spot. We're going to be we're fourth, fourth for till for almost the end weeks. of November. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Anyway, it's time for. Let's move on. Let's see what the gaffer had to say. Just how frustrated were you with the result rather than the performance? Well, very. I think that um, 
in the old adage, we threw the kitchen sink at him in the end to try and get that all-important goal, which had, should have come well before then, of course. But, uh, you know, for us today, it's very frustrating. And uh, I wouldn't say, well, yes, we're slightly disappointed, but you, we're frustrated by the fact that we haven't gained another very valuable three points. But certainly the chances we created in the performance in the end deserve that. But it wasn't to be by some heroic goalkeeping by uh, Mr Kuzan today. So, uh, you know... the give the lads a pat on the back. They got the all-important clean sheet, which we needed to, first and foremost. But I definitely thought we were going to find difficulties in breaking Aston Villa down today. But in the end, we did at times because they play a very deep defensive formation. But really, the amount of chances we did create today, we should have finished them off. Yeah, perhaps even more frustrated for you with those chances, the likes of uh, Sacco putting off target. Bearing in mind that you scored more headed goals than any other side in the Premier League before today. Yeah, I mean, uh, there were, you know, the... At the end of the day, we, we you know we can only present the, ch the chances to the lads, and to be fair to them, they've been great this year putting them away, you know. So, um, but it was the amount of chances we had today that we haven't converted one. That's you know, I hope not. There's not going to continue. That's that's more a little bit like the old West Ham, lots of creating chances, but not enough clinical finishing. But like I said, we hit the target a lot, but the goalkeeper was in great form. I mean, if I have to say, I think probably Carl Jenkinson had one of the best chances of the game with a free header. Uh, unfortunately for us, uh, headed it straight at the goalkeeper. But like I said, many, many chances today to have won the game and uh, didn't quite get over the line. Yeah, a couple of chances there for Andy Carroll as well. How much of a boost was it having him back and how close is he to perhaps starting again? Well, it's a long way off starting because he's in pre-season. He's um, just come back into training full-time with the lads. He's, uh, every, every player in pre-season starts slowly and builds up five or six games before they're capable of playing um, on a 90-minute basis. If we can speed that forward, then, then that will be fine. But uh, it's nice to see him back. And, uh, you know, that front, that front line, in terms of the, the variation we have now, when you look at uh, Anna Valencia, Jeff Sacco, Carlton Cole and Andy Carroll, uh, we, can, we can use many different formations and many different permutations now. Uh, and if we need to today, I thought the change of personnel today gave us an even more bigger impetus to go on and try and win that game, but unfortunately didn't. Just finally, you look very frustrated with the referee and the officials. Just explain that. Just to the end, I think when the pressure came on, we needed a big decision. It wasn't there, particularly on Alex Song, because that was a penalty. Um, I think that there's a, there's a blatant body check by Sandros and Andy Carroll on the edge of the box, not a penalty, but we've, we could have scored from that free kick. And, uh, and the Carlton Cole one mystified me when uh, Baker got carried off, because if you look at the DVD, it's Baker diving in on Carlton Cole and not the other way around. So, if anything, it should have been a penalty there. What about the ref gave that decision? So, so, so John, go on. You're not talking to your microphone. Oh, sorry, I thought we'd No, So, what was all that about? An end with Carlton Cole. But that decision that went against him, when he stepped across the player and the player tried to take him out and he got a free kick right near the end. No, oh, I haven't seen it again. That was up the other end from us. That was unbelievable. So Allardyce was, was frustrated, was and we should have had a penalty. The song penalty at the end. Yeah, that was probably it. It was just ridiculous. Anywho, I didn't even bother. Do you know what? I didn't even bother watching the highlights. No, 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 uh, match of the day afterwards. I thought I was there. There was nothing, no highlights. Nothing to, watch. to see. So I didn't watch Moving the replay. On. Sean, what's this next thing? Uh, I've got... Uh, the, uh, the club did an Andy Carroll mm. clip, which they released on, on YouTube, so um, uh, I thought have it was interesting. Have you sought permissions to use this? I'm, the club will have no problem with this one. OK. You sure? On my head be it. OK, let's play out this clip. Are you going to introduce it or not? 
Well, it's just, uh, just the Andy um, Carroll clip. <laughs> it is um, the web the web uh, site and program editor Rob Pritchard talking to Andy Carroll just after the game. Andy, oh, it's been a, a tough time for you over in New Zealand when you found out that, that you needed some surgery a few months on. A lot of hard work, but you must have been delighted to be back out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a great feeling to be back out, um, back on the pitch, you know. It uh, took a long time, uh, a lot of hard work, and um, I've got to give credit to all the medical staff getting me back fit, and it's been a long time, but obviously, like I say, getting on the pitch is a great feeling. Can you talk to us about the injury and obviously the rehab and then how you are now? Because it was something that you had to rest, didn't you? you know, so you've probably been chomping at the bit physically to get out there, but you've had to rest it and make sure it's 100% right. Yeah, I, um, I had a big issue. It was 100% um, before I started doing anything. So I had a couple of weeks where I couldn't do anything, couldn't couldn't even go in the gym. So it's, it may be inactive. I couldn't really do anything. So that was most, more uh, annoying than anything. But obviously getting... Um, Getting back in the gym, working hard, and getting on the pitch training—it's uh, it's a great feeling. But then, obviously, getting getting back on the pitch, yeah, it's, it's even better. Seeing all the chances we've been, we've been creating, the style of football we're playing, and the, you know the fact that we've been winning so many games, putting so many decent balls in the box, the Sacco's been getting on the end. Oh, I bet that probably probably made it even more galling. Yeah, it's, uh, we've been playing really well, you know. Uh, been winning groups, games that we uh, didn't expect to really. And, the crosses that have been coming in from uh, out wide has been fantastic and the lads have been getting on the end of it and we've just got a quality squad this year and uh, as it shows in the games. The way you came out there, I think there was about 10 seconds after you come on, you ran about 20 yards and won that first header. <laughs> yeah, um, there was no chance I wasn't going to win the first one that was coming up and when I came up to me I knew I asked my eyes lit up and I went for it and I won it and obviously uh, I had another couple of chances like, but um, I was unlucky I thought uh, for one of them where the keeper saved uh, done a great save It must have been you know, really heartened by the fact we created so many chances and as you say it could have been a fairy tale one right in, in the other time Yeah I was um, I was edging to get on a little bit earlier but um, Gaffer saved me for the last uh, five minutes and put me on I had a great chance and like I said the keeper um, pulled off a great save Sam said in his press conference last week that you might have to change the way you play a little bit just to look after yourself a little bit more. Obviously, had a couple of injury issues at the club. So is that is that going to be going through your head, perhaps, that you won't go in for those 70-30s in the other guy's favour? I don't know, like, I think I'll <laughs> still go in for them all. Um, if he wants me to stop doing that, it's going to be uh, quite hard for us to do that. I'm going to go for everything and give it me all every time. Got a couple of weeks now on the international break, and then next home game after we've been to Everton is Newcastle United. So... Um, You'll be trying to get in the starting eleven for that one. Yeah, I'm uh, obviously back now. Um, got my first uh, bit of football there, so from now going forward, I'm going to be um, chopping at the bit um, for every game, every game coming up. We've got two weeks break, so two weeks till that. Sorry, so I'll be uh, chopping at the bit for that. Andy, just one last thing since we last spoke to you, you've uh, put a ring on a lady's finger. Were you more nervous getting down on one knee <laughs> or, or standing on a touch like to come on today? I was more nervous walking into the training ground the next day, to be honest, to get <laughs> sick of the lads and anything else. But, um, yeah, it's all good. So, uh, you can't change. Uh, by the way, I'll just better plug, just in case the club do have... Uh, uh, you can get the full uh, <laughs> you can get the full interview on West Ham's Sorry. official YouTube channel uh, or subscribe to West Ham TV. But this one is on their free YouTube channel, so there you go. Get me out of a bit of trouble. While that clip was playing, I got a call from a uh, someone close to the training ground who told me that uh, Mr. Lionel Messi has been training at Rush Green today, George. All right. 
and that uh, if you're listening to this podcast, is that exclusive? it is. Um, was that exclusive? It was exclusive. Yeah. So, um, well, no one, Messi at one point, no one knew whether he was going to actually come along to the game. Apparently tickets are selling really well. And if you listen to this, uh, what day is today? Monday. So if you're listening to this before Tuesday, three o'clock, apparently Messi will also be training at three o'clock on Tuesday afternoon at Rush Green. So if you get down there, you can see Mr. Messi training at a little training ground. At our little training ground? Yeah. Rush Green. I, do, well, I didn't know that we had a training ground called Rush Green. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. So we've got, <laughs> just to say, Chadwell Heath, but Rush Green's our new training ground that we're trying to build up. So it's under 18s at the moment. But we're, we've got all this land, haven't we, at Rush Green where we're trying to build it up and make it our new training ground. So when we move to the Olympics, that. didn't you know that? No. So we're going to sell off Chadwell Heath and, and turn it into housing. And we're going to invest around £13 million in uh, Rush Green to turn it into a state-of-the-art training facility. Cool. Have you sorted us out with any I'll tickets d- for Wednesday? Ten. Well, I have, but it's going to cost you 125 quid each. Didn't I tell you this? You did, but yeah. you said you're going to try and get I some am trying another cheaper. source. I am so, But apparently the tickets are selling really well. That's like we're getting a dinner and all that. Yeah, yeah, if we oh, do. Yeah. Well, we see. I'm, I'm not working. paying 125 quid. We're not paying 125 quid. Because someone has got a box and that that was the cost, but um, I'm working on another. Are you going to pay on a No, no. Uh, moving so on then. An exclusive. What league position and points total will we be in by Christmas? So our next five fixtures are Everton away, Newcastle at home, West Brom away, Sunderland away, and Leicester at home. So, so on Christmas Day, so what start position with you. Will you, we'll you be in? How many points from those um, five games? One, three, 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 three. <laughs> 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 We're going to be top of the league. Yeah. Wow. Well, so well, what? I can see us be winning our last those last three games easily. Well, at least Sunderland away and Leicester at home. You'd like to think we'd easily win. Yeah. West Brom away might be a bit trickier, but seeing them yesterday, they were awful. Uh, Newcastle will probably be the trickiest of them all because Everton well, away fine. aren't very good at the moment. No. We historically, you, yeah, we historically suffer or, or struggle, not suffer, struggle Goodison. at Everton. We really do. We're not, we're do you remember um, Freddie Piccione? <laughs> yeah. When he scored the equalising header and jotted the crowd, got and got sent off. <laughs> yeah, that's about uh, right for us. And, and you know, we, so obviously... How so how many be? points do you say? Out of 15, how many points? Optimistically, optimistically, I'd say... Nine. That's been very optimistic. And you said wait, 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 how wait. many? Three, George. six, nine. I said thirteen. Yeah, I'm going to go for fifteen. I'm going to win optimist. them all. I think we're going to win them all. Really? Yeah. They don't scare me. None, None of them. Of them are all winnable. Yeah. So yeah, I'm but that's, that's all with the, the. So I've gone for a point at Everton uh, and three points at now, the others. I did choose Christmas rather than the end of the year because you do know on Boxing Day we play Chelsea, Chelsea. and then on. What, then it's Arsenal after that on the Is 28th. It on the 28th? Yeah. I, look, I look forward to Arsenal. I think we could do Arsenal. Mm. Chelsea, Ch- Chelsea. Let's go and do Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to do them. I'd love to do them. Wouldn't it be brilliant? So we'll, we'll see. All this talk about being unbeaten. Wouldn't but it be great? I tell you what, if you look at... Um, I don't know if you have Wouldn't had a look. it be great? Have you had a look at the Wouldn't same fixture list for um, Southampton? 
Southampton are playing. Well, they've played Man City, yet, they? Chelsea, Man United. They were playing all all the yeah. top clubs. They haven't played anyone. And Liverpool. We've, we've played them all almost, yeah. apart from Chelsea, obviously, and Arsenal for yeah. Christmas. Could go above them. Before One, Christmas, we could do. We could be top. <laughs> we could be second. We could be second behind Chelsea. <laughs> second if we beat Chelsea, Chelsea. oh, <laughs> the like, league is ours. Two, 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 two points off. Oh, this could be the best Christmas present ever. Uh, could, could, can you get a special deals for the Champions League next year? Oh, I'm sure I'll be able to. If you know, I'll sort something out Thanks, and get mate. Champions League. They've got to put. Um, Champions League games at least one into our season tickets. Just for, you would hope so, wouldn't just you? Just as a reward. David Gold, David Sullivan, if you're listening to this, th- there's your challenge. At least one home game in the group. Yeah. Pretty yeah. nice. Uh, Nick Haycock has been sacked, Sean. Yeah. It came as a bit of a surprise because he's quite well liked. For Do those who don't know yeah. him, he's the under 21s development manager. Now, they haven't had a great start to the season. Uh, but I think. They're not really saying why he got sacked, although I understand that maybe he had a falling out with, with Terry Wesley, allegedly. I, I don't know for that for a fact. But um, I, I guess the question for me is, is he the fall guy, and I, and I know this is controversial, for Tony Carr? You know, Sullivan, as said before, invests £4 million a year in the academy, and we really haven't had any results. Um, and I don't think they would say anything against Tony Carr, but I hear, you know, are, is the academy too comfortable? We're not getting the, the players through anymore, and, and does it need just a big shake-up? Terry Wesley's come in, uh, and maybe this is a shake-up we need. Uh, and not just... Uh, this might just be the start of Nick Haycock. It could be maybe a lot of them. I don't know. Maybe it is. But do well, you, we, we should expect more at £4 million a year, shouldn't we? we should if we're calling ourselves the Academy of Football. Well, yeah, yeah but we, we know the Academy of Football hasn't really produced for years. Other it's not fans just, laugh it's at us when we say that. When yeah. we say the Academy of Football, other fans laugh yeah. at us. It, 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 we, we, we all look back at, or our generation, look back at the rose-coloured tinted glasses of, uh, you know, the Ferdinands oh, and all that. That, that. that saying's been used twice on this podcast. Oh. What's that? Rose tinted glasses. Yeah. But they, that's that's the, because of that little crop of jet that came out at that stage, and everyone seems to look back at that and thinks that West Ham produced so, players. Question: Last last players, what they Noble, Tompkins. Yeah, I was going to say, what was the last player to come out of the academy? Tompkins. Tompkins, Tompkins made I it. thought from and how yeah. long ago was that? That was quite a few years ago. Yeah, he came through at the same time as Sears, four, didn't he? Five. Yeah. And Sears is where's he playing? Cheltenham or something? Colchester. Colchester. He's doing well this year. But, he, but he's, you know, he's no disrespect. Well, you've got Elliot Lee, who went really, south end for ten minutes. But yeah, he really yeah, could have done now, with yeah. being given a chance. You've got that Reese Oxford, the defender, is that Burke. right? Reese Burke, yeah. the defender. He looks pretty solid, doesn't he? Yeah. They've just got to keep hold of him. That Ox, that Reese Oxford, is going, isn't he? He's going. Well, he's, no, he hasn't done anything yet. He's still not on professional terms. We've got to remember he's still only fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. But see, then what chance do you have, genuinely, if you're investing four million pound a year and your best players, just when they turn sixteen, go and get picked off and go? Do you know what? In some ways, the, you know, four million is nothing compared with what Chelsea or. Um, Manchester United or, or City but now play for, for yeah. their uh, setups. to be honest. Well, anyway, we shall see, but we do hope one day we get, um, and maybe the redevelopment of Rush Green and spending £13-40 million pounds to get state-of-the-art. Especially if players like Messi are there. Well, it's a bit embarrassing. I'll tell you what, it's a bit embarrassing. They wouldn't take Messi to uh, Chadwell Heath because here's your poor Gabby Messi. The, what? Uh, 
you know, that um, Rhys Burke, he's signed, isn't he, Sean? He, he has signed professional terms, yeah. So he's, he's, you know, he's looking like the next one, isn't he? Anyway, we're running out of time, aren't we? we so we better little. get on with uh, an update. John's so doing really well to get to the bottom of the fantasy league. Quick update on the fantasy league. Uh, there's Jeremy Pike in first place with 658 points. I oh, noticed you've taken our early lead. Yeah. Uh, Sean's up to 33rd with 582 points. Reese down to 146th on 473 points. Uh, George remains 160th on 448 points, whilst John drops again. To 170, just eight off the bottom, John. Well James done. James M C Andrew is still 178th and bottom. I will look to make any changes to my team when I hit the bottom. I will start making changes and then see how it affects. Mm. You're so confident. Little, little experiment there for us. But mm. some of your players not even play. I think you've got Sturridge in uh, uh, as your captain and like uh, Giroud in both injured. Your oh, your captain go. and vice captain are Sturridge and Giroud. There you go. So I haven't even looked at it since I set it up. So. There you go. Uh, it's time for this. This is going to be very short because we haven't had many. But we are recording earlier this, this yeah. week. So and it's a fair weather, listeners. Uh, so. Uh, and it's, so yeah, it's time for this. It's Facebook Twitter question time. Uh, Sean asks on facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast the fair of a podcast is back tonight for the second draw in a fortnight sending your questions before 5.30pm hashtag ask Reese. and then you mentioned actually don't ask Reese. he's just cancelled but Sean, George and Don can, John can answer the questions instead um, and then you commented after an hour of no questions saying looks like we have a fair weather Facebook page too <laughs> 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 uh, Chris Miles says to quote a Hammer supporter on Sky Sports News, in a reply to a Newcastle supporter who commented on how quiet Apton Park was on transfer day, it's because we all have jobs. It's a really confusing way. but Un- Unlike uh, Liverpool where no one's got jobs. Uh, Aaron Sean Watkins says, if Jarvis is to be sold in January, considering how much pay we paid for him, how much do we sell him for, is it time to let go of Vaz and does Morrison have a future? I think Vaz Tay will go. No matter yeah. what, I'll take what you can for Jarvis. Jarvis, you got to, yeah, you got to take what you can get for him. And Jarvis won't be sold. Morrison, um, I, um, a senior source in the club said, no, we're not going to. He's not up for sale. I, I think Sam still likes him. To be fair, yeah, I just no, think Jarvis will stay. Vazte will go, and and Morrison Morrison's will definitely go. Gone, he yeah. was found not guilty of uh, a plot to murder. He's still up for. Um, but he's. Do you know what? He's not even getting in the team at. Um, Cardiff <laughs> Same at murder. Yeah, he was up for... Who for was? A, he was up for threat of murder. <laughs> That's what he was up for, the £10,000. He's, he's gone, isn't he? Let's face it. Morrison. But he, he's gone. We won't get anything for him. We might get something tribunal-wise because of his age, but um, no, I, I don't see... He's, he's, he's had every chance, and uh, I don't think he'd be a Premier League footballer again, is my own view. Anything else, George? I've got uh, two on Twitter. Tonight's podcast topic, you asked where we'll be on Christmas Day. Luke Burden says second, definitely second. <laughs> Aaron Sean Watkins says, I reckon ten points from those games, meaning around the top eight. Do you want me to read out the two questions on Twitter? Please. Gary Prince asked the two questions. He said, what minute of the game should Andy Carroll have come on? 70. John? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I say 60, because if the physio said he had 30 minutes in him, I've done the math. 
Oh, good math, Sean. 60. Yeah, what about the extra time, though, Sean? It could have just tipped him over wow, the edge. Wow, that could have tipped him over the edge, it you're right. just ruined him. Yeah, that's 65, why play, That's then. why I'm playing it safe. We're going 70. Does anyone know where the family stand will be at the OS? No. 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 Leave it to Sean. <laughs> I don't know that either. All that I know is it won't be in the West stand because that will be full of corporate and premium seats. I can assure you... No one really knows what any of the stands are going to be called yet. I can though, assure yeah. you it will be... Further away from the pitch than the one we go to at the moment. <laughs> Catty. <laughs> I think that's it, isn't it? I think that's it for Warner's Podcast podcast this week. So, quickly, that, predictions for Everton, because we won't be here next week as yeah, an international yeah, break. We've got a, we've, we'll we are a fair weather podcast We'll all be watching the, uh, the West Ham representative <laughs> Stuart Downing in, in some thrilling England yeah. matches. Are we, are we not doing Do a Argentina-Croatia podcast, then? <laughs> no. <laughs> are we not doing an England... Um, Scotland. England Scotland podcast. England, yeah, no, no. <laughs> we have enough to do the West Ham one. I'm going to go for a two-one victory away at Everton. Wow. Reese predicted earlier a two-one loss. John, I'm going to respect the point and go for a one-one. And as it hasn't been taken, I'm going to go back for to one my nil. one-nil. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey. one-nil. Thank Mark you. Noble penalty. Thank you for listening to Morris Podcast podcast. podcast as we fly so high. Uh, I've been George. Sean's been I'm Sean. John's been John. Reese has been here. Not here. Not here. Hello, Reese. Absent. <laughs> Hello, Reese. Uh, um, thanks for listening. Come on, England, and come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.